0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to Tilt. Happy Saturday, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Saturday Situations. Trust me, I know the deal, no matter how you feel. Today I'm dumping truth, that's 100% proof. It's your boy, OG. If it's your first time joining us, Tilt stands for talking in lamest terms. I know I missed a few dates, but your boy is always on time and well worth the wait. I'll be around. Let's dive right into some of Saturday's slugs. I missed ya. Okay, like I said, uh, I'm going to be banging my drum for my girl, Brittany Griner. Uh, she's front page news now. She should have been front page news uh, for Brittany. Our girl's been told she's being detained for another 30 days. No house arrest. All is being quiet. Accomplished nothing. I mean, we could have got through all of this, her being famous out of the way. But no, they might use her as the political prisoner. Duh. What do you think she is now? simply ridiculous. All this putting decals on jerseys and on the floors. How about get involved and stop acting like it's a dirty little secret. Keep your head up, Brittany. till right when you tell the wheels fall off. Faux faux all day, baby. If you don't know, ask somebody. We out. Anyway, we're going to start off with our Saturday slug, Saturday Situations. Uh, first Angels rookie pitcher, Reed uh, Detmer's only 22 years old, through the second no hitter of the other season. Uh, this guy only had 10 starts prior to that. Uh, he found the right stuff on Tuesday night, even though he's a lefty. Throwing the second, sec- like I said, the second no hitter of the season and the 12th in franchise history. The Angels are hoping that a star is born as they sit a half game back of leading their division. Good luck to the young man. No hitters is an amazing thing. Also in baseball, Trevor Bauer. The Dodgers pitcher, who's placed a grievance against the league after being suspended for two years over uh, domestic violence allegations. Uh, the trial begins on May 23rd. This should be interesting, because all along they said he didn't do anything. They kept him out with pay, but now all of a sudden he's suspended for two years. So, where's the background? Where? I mean, where's the case file? We want to know what really happened. If the man's innocent, why is he being suspended for two years? That's all I'm saying. Then we have Naomi Osaka leaves her IMG sponsorship, which is which is big. IMG's big boy in the game to start her own company called Evolve. You know she was going through the uh, anxiety issues and everything, and I think she just didn't feel like IMG like had her back the way they should have had her back. These young teenagers playing sports like that, you got they have have to have a, a stable you know, uh, following or the family life has to be stable. They left that girl out there to dry a couple of times. So I can kind of understand. And she also got Kyrie Irving checking her in on Instagram saying, you need somebody else? Cause looks like him and Nike are going to be done in a few months. Moving on. The Lakers are set to interview Kenny Atkinson, the assistant with the Warriors, former Nets coach. Man, the Lakers need to stop. The Lakers need a big name coach. They need a big name coach with some credibility. Cause the, the hard ass with no swag guy, he's not gonna mess with the culture in, in LA. And Pat Riley's not coming back. So I hate to break break the news to you, but that's what's going on. Moving on, Sacramento hired Mike Browns, the Warriors uh assistant coach to be the new head coach. Well I'm congratulations, Mike. I'm happy for him, but what about Mark Jackson? What about Mark Jackson? We'll talk about that a little later in the basketball segment. And Joker wins the MVP again. We'll also talk about that in the basketball section. That's enough for uh, Saturday Slugs. We're going to move on over to some eliminations. Let's start with the Heat versus the 76ers. MB didn't play the first two games. And like I said, the Heat. They showed up and did what everybody thought they were going to do. It wasn't pretty at times, but they got the job done. Jimmy's star shined a little bit brighter. He turned back into Bubble Jimmy, you know, going back to back 30 plus games. And no Kyle Lowry, no Duncan Robinson. I mean, the Sixers, done in six. How done are the Sixers? Well, let's just see. And B missed the first two games. Like I said, if, if, if he had played one of those, I think they'd still be playing. Then you got James Harden traded from the Nets, where he was the third fiddle, to the Sixers, where he's now the second fiddle. And like I I say all the time, the grass is not always greener on the other side, but it's deeper than that because James Harden wants to be the man again on his own team. And for the life of me, people can't see that, especially not Embiid. I mean, Doc's old school. Doc 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 knows the Harden is the coach killer, and he can see right through that facade he's putting on about being the team guy. Come on, man. You're supposed to be one of the most prolific scorers ever. A whole second half on a team of guys that haven't been anywhere. And, and you take two shots. Yeah, the writing's kind of on the wall. And the people that don't see it are the people that don't want to see it. That that That's it. That's it. And, and to his point, I don't think he'll be back in Philly next year. It's either going to be him or Doc. That's the way I see it. But we'll see. Then the Bucks. Just the Celtics. Come on, man. This is getting old. Uh, Coach Bud, he needs to take remedial coaching or something because this is getting ridiculous. I mean, the Bucks missed a golden opportunity to, to finish the series. I mean, it's going to be tough in Boston, but I think Giannis like it like that. I think he likes the talents like that. I think it gets him up a little bit. You know, to me, the Celtics are more talented, but I keep the, saying the same things. The Bucks are deep, deep, you and my hood deep. For that reason, to me, they got the advantage over the Celtics. The Celtics have the same problem they've had with this group the last five years. They finally got the right coach. They finally got the right coach. Now, Tatum is the face of the franchise and the best player. But like I said about Embiid, he's not ready yet to deal to lead this team to the finals. He had 46. Giannis had 42. They basically canceled each other out. Remember, Boston falls in love with a three-point point line at times. Especially Tatum. But the Bucks don't have that problem. Um, Giannis is a wrecking ball. They already said, you know, they stopped KD, which is a lie. They're not going to stop Giannis, because like I said, he's not going to fall in love with the three-point line. He's a wrecking ball and he's already got a ring. So, they're not shutting the freak down unless he just stands out there and shoot jumpers all day, which is not going to happen. But like I said, the leadership problem is gonna—it's gonna become a reality in Game Seven. As talented as the Celtics are, no no leader, rudderless ship, and all they had to do was go get little I.T. to take the pressure off Tatum because he's still young, and Jalen Brown because he's still young, and they would have been in the finals. They would have been in the finals, but we're just gonna bring up that word that they don't like to use in Boston. It's called karma. Moving on. The Warriors and the Grizzlies. The series that everybody wanted to see or had to see. Even Devoid of the Stars, even when Ja got hurt. Like I say, mo- like most good things, it has to come to an end at some point. And the Grizzlies run is over with. No Ja the last two games, but as I said, injuries are part of the game. I mean, the blowout in game five. Let the Warriors know again, we are not laying down. No hero ball by Ja, and they destroyed him on the boards. And they took it to the Warriors. But like I said, Ja is Ja. But Jones, the backup point guard, makes better decisions at the point than Ja. But this team has promise. They have promise, but that doesn't always mean rings are in the future. It's all fun and games until you get eliminated. Little hint, Memphis. Save the gritty and all those little trendy dances for when you actually win a series. Cute, but it's not wise to poke the bear. You're the Grizzlies. But the Warrior, that Warrior Steph Curry, that Warrior Clay Thompson were launching from Cape Canaveral, and a little dream you had exploded right in front of your face. Next year should be fun. So sorry, no cigar. Exit stage left. Now, this Phoenix, uh, this Phoenix Maverick series is something else. Somebody put out a bolo for Chris Paul's game. Hey, Homer Gray, highlight your boy and, and tell him he needs to show up. The Suns are probably the best coach team, probably the smartest team. And you ask keep asking yourself, why haven't they been able to move on into the next round? It's simple. The engine that supposedly makes them go, CP three is looking more like the fraud god instead of the point god. I mean, I, I mean, like I said, Chris Paul is the true point guard until it matters most to his team. The same. He has the same thing James Harden has. I mean, he's he's not a quitter like like Harden is on the outside, but inside, I don't know if it's bad luck or whatever the case may be because he's such supposed to be such a goody, goody two-shoes, but on the inside, something happens. When his teams need him the most, injuries, sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but like I said, injuries are part of the game. Ask any player, turnovers or unable to find his game. I mean, I still think Booker... Booker won't let him lose to Luka and the Mavericks, but Steph has owned CP3. So if Luka can take you to seven with no Hardaway, what if Hardaway was available? You would believe the Mavs would've taken him out by now. But Luka, you know, Luka, he has his own demons in the playoffs, talking and complaining too much. He said the American game was easy, so where's your ring? They're going to make Luka prove it. And Jay kid knows that. The kid gloves are off, Luka. It's put up a shut-up time. And we're going to see Sunday. Still going Suns and Seven. Whether CP3 shows up or not. Because the engine on that team is named Devin Booker. Okay. Now we're going to address the elephant in the room. As far as the NBA MVP. Okay, it shouldn't be called the NBA MVP anymore. It should be called the MVP corporate sponsor because that's all it's about. If you telling me the Joker, who's a good player, he's a steady player. He's fundamentally sound. If you're telling me the Joker is the best player on the planet, you need to go have your head examined, get your eyes checked, along with a couple of other things I can name for you. It's a business decision. It's plain and simple. The NBA is trying to get the Euro dollar. This basketball is global now. That's not a secret to anybody. It's global now. And like I said, when Steve Nash won the back-to-back MVPs, it was very simple. You got... The people of the Caucasian persuasion were the ones buying Skybox tickets, season tickets in a black sport. So, if they're spending all the money, you're going to have to adhere to their demands at some point. Steve Nash, good team. They were exciting. No tattoos. He wasn't hanging out with the boys in the hood. Only thing was, he was Canadian. Not all the way the All-American boy. But he went to college in the States, which gave him that appeal so they could market him. And if you know one thing about the NBA, they are a marketing machine. David Stern put it in motion. Adam Silver's just following the plan. And like I said, I'm a basketball purist, whether you believe it or not. I'm going to tell you the truth whether you don't want to hear it or not. The best player in the world and has been for the last three to four years, ever since he took the crown from LeBron James, is Kevin Durant. But people don't want to believe me for their own agendas. They want to say Steph being the best three-point shooter in the in in the world doesn't make you the best player in the world. Chomp on that. Chomp on that. But like I said, people have everybody has their own opinion, and like I said, the criteria that the NBA uses makes no sense. Joker has no. This year there, okay. He won it last year. What what was the criteria for him winning winning it last year? Because last year maybe. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say he just flat out didn't. This year, hell no. I don't care how many rebounds he had. I don't care how many blocks he had. He's a steady Eddie. Like I said, you could put him in a room with a bunch of superstars. He'd need a name tag. That The best player in the world does not need a name tag. And it's not because he's a Euro. It's not because he's a Euro. Because I tell people all the time, we USA basketball right now is devoid of fundamentals. They do not teach it. All most American players now are one-trick one trick ponies. They, are, they use their athleticism to dominate weaker kids and weaker divisions, and all of a sudden they're stars. But if you get in gym time, you're going to be good anyway. But then when you start playing guys on the same level, it's different. They're just as good as you. And like, these kids today shy away from competition like it's, it's something smelling in their shorts like their heart is gone. The Euro game, they are way more fundamentally sound than us at this point. And they people always say, oh, the Euros are coming, they're going to be better than us. They're not better than us, talent-wise. They're fundamentally, yes, yes, they are. And then the basketball IQ. That's where it's sad at. Basketball is reactionary, but you still have to know the game. These American kids don't know the game. So if you tell them they don't know how to play, they take that as you're messing with their skill set or something. They don't know how to think the game. And that's what happens when you get hurt. You have to think the game. If they take away your athleticism, what are you going to do? You have to think the game. I have... Nothing against Joker. Okay, maybe I have something against Joker. How did Denver give him Carmelo's number? You know, I'm not not feeling that. Why would you give the guy who came in, put your franchise back on the mat, you're going to give his number to a, well, Joker at the time was a nobody, but now he's a two-time MVP, so how are they going to retire Carmelo's number? Which would be a travesty if they didn't. So I'm just going to start boycotting them early. But... Like I said, Joker is a good player. He's a he's an all star. He is not the best player on the planet. MVP? Yeah, you could call it corporate MVP. And like I said, the guys that are on TV saying, "Well, yeah, I voted for Joker," and like I said, I know, I know all of these guys. These pundits on TV are, you know, they they're paid to spew a, a certain narrative, and I get that. But some of them, I'm disappointed. Well, you know, just one. My man, Jay Rose. Come on, Jay. Come on. I test, baby. I test. And I don't like the fact the guys are lobbying for the MVP now. Lobbying. Like they're on the campaign trail to get hardware. What happened to the ring? I thought the ring was the ultimate goal. Not the MVP trophy. Not Defensive Player of the Year trophy. I mean, what's going on? Then you wonder why we're devoid of the fundamentals that we need to uh, to be great basketball players. Nothing against Joker. Like I said, MB should have won the award if they were going to give the award. If you're going on stats, then they should have gave the damn thing to LeBron. You know what I'm saying? But he's not the best player in the world. I doubt he's top five. Hell, I doubt he's top ten. Like I said, I like him. How's, how is he the MVP and he's basically the third best player on his team. Somebody somebody, explain that to me. Explain it to me in layman's terms so guys like me will understand. Oh, layman's done I got that. My show's tilt. Yeah, so I'm going to explain it to you so you'll understand. It's ridiculous. And like I said, I'm not hating on the guy. I'm just telling you the truth. He is not the best player in the world. So, if you're drafting, ask yourself this question. If you're drafting, you could put any version of Joker up there against Kevin Durant right now. Who you taking? Who you taking? You put Joker up there, any version of Joker, whatever, his prime yet last year when he won it against LeBron right now. Who you taking? Who you taking? You put any version of Joker against Steph, Kawhi, you know, Tatum, come on, who you taking? This is a corporate award. Like I said, when was the last time the MVP of the NBA, the MVP now we're talking, needed a name tag to get inside of a building because nobody knows who you are. If you're the baddest man on the planet, everybody should know who you are. I don't care how quiet, how meek you are. People should just be pointing, oh, they're joking. The best best player in the game. That's what they should be saying. And now it's all this character assassination. They want to destroy Kevin Durant so bad. And it irks me. It's like I'm the only one that see it. He doesn't play the media game. So they try to assassinate him in the media. They try to assassinate him when he went to the Olympics and went over there. And they're trying to take away the two championships saying that he joined a a super team nobody it wasn't super team until he got there yeah they had won a ring with Kyrie and uh Kevin Love hurt yeah they had won a ring if Steph wins if Steph wins the ring this year without Kevin Durant without players being hurt then you can say hey he has something to do with that but last time I checked Kevin Durant got the two MVP trophies out of his house yeah yeah that's what I thought but this this uh, joker for MVP is utter nonsense, and and I'm not like I said. If I was KD, LeBron, Steph, I would be embarrassed. I would be embarrassed. I would be embarrassed. Not because he's a Euro, because this is our game. Don't don't get it twisted. You know, it's egos involved. This is our game, not the Euros game. None. Of, this is our game. But the last couple of MVPs have been Euro players. So, what does that tell you? It's about the globalization of the game. It's about more money. More corporate money. Because, truth be told, they want Luca to be the face. Because that's what it is. Everybody knows who Luca is. But, Luca's mouth and his immaturity got him in trouble. Got him kicked in the ass by the league, by the players. So, but trust me. He's in waiting. He's in waiting. If they beat the Suns and get get to the finals, oh my God, he's gonna be everywhere next summer. He's gonna be everywhere. That's the plan. But people forget. They act like Lucas this little kid. Lucas young. Lucas the same size as LeBron James. He's just not muscled up. But that's who they want to be the face. So look for Lucas MVP run next year. If one of these uh, young guys don't finally step up. But yeah. Him as MVP, no, no way, no how. Not doing it. Sorry. Wrong guy. And we're going to leave it right there for basketball because I've had enough of the BS. I've had enough of uh, the Nets GM coming out, talking about he needs more of a commitment from Kyrie. (sighs) That's almost laughable. Let me break it down for you. Kyrie's the guy that got Kevin Durant to come to Brooklyn. Not you. Kyrie's the guy that got KD to come to Brooklyn. Let me say that again. Not you. So, what commitment does he need from you? Because let me tell you something else, guy. If he you don't re-sign him, guess who else won't be in Brooklyn with that opt-out? Kevin Durant. Good luck with that. Yeah, you, you were the hard-ass on in the, in the interview today, but yeah. Don't sign Kyrie you might as well start planning for your next job. Matter of fact, just fire. You and Steve Nash just just get an Uber and get out of town now. Because if this goes sideways beginning of the next season, if they don't fire both of y'all, they both leaving. So, that's all I got to say about the NBA. Let me calm down a little bit, bring it back down. Like I said, Saturday situations. Okay, let's jump into the NFL. Uh, You know, not much really going on, but, you know, something to talk around town. Just, you know. Just a few things that's out there. First thing I noticed, being a Cowboy fan, I got the schedule. I noticed they're trying to get rid of Dak and McCarthy in the first six games. Our schedule is ridiculous. First game, Tampa Bay. Second game, the Bengals. Third game, the Giants. Fourth game, the Commanders. Fifth game, the Rams. Sixth game, the Eagles. Now, that I mean, it's right there in black and white. If McCarthy doesn't go at least four and two, he's out of there. If Sean Payton is waiting in the wings, Dak is not his type of quarterback. So if 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 Dak's gotta put up a short and I'm pretty sure he knows that. That three and three or that uh, you know two and four coming to the podium saying it's all your fault, yeah. It's gonna be your fault. It's gonna be your fault sitting in the unemployment line. Yeah. Somebody else will pick him up, but you won't be a Dallas Cowboy anymore. Trust me. And then everybody, the Eagles. Everybody betting against J- Jalen Hurts, that Texas boy. They betting against Jalen Hurts, but he got an all-pro receiver now, and he has this old Alabama buddy who's going to be an all-pro receiver. Let's see how it goes. Because last time I checked, everybody, that counted him out. He came back and made him eat crow, including Nick Saban in college. If you remember that championship game Alabama against Georgia when Superman showed up? Yeah, not not, not Cam Newton, but the Alabama Superman. Yeah, that Texas boy. Anyway, then the Commanders, Washington football team, the Bums, whatever you want to call them, they don't understand what they got in Mr. Dots from Penn State. They have no clue what they got. They got steal of the draft is what they got. That guy is, let me break it down for you. He's C.D. Lamb, better athlete, better hands with Reggie Bush speed. Put that in your brain. Process that. I don't want to because I don't want him to do it to anything to us. And let's move on to Green Bay. Life without Devontae Adams. I mean, I really don't hear Rodgers talking much now. I think this year is going to be the year his coach gets exposed. Can't wait. Can't wait. They're looking like eight and eight to me right now. Maybe seven and nine. We'll see. Now the Saints talk around Saint Camp. put up a shut up. For Jameis, he signed a two-year deal. You know, if he if he can get this offense humming with, with the additions they have, they could win the division. They could win the division. This clown show with Taysom Hill, put his ass back on special teams where he belong. Let Jame, put Jameis at the helm, and, and and hopefully he's learned from his mistakes. He's a gunslinger. He's a gunslinger. White white quarterbacks don't get in trouble for being gunslingers. But the brothers do. Good luck, James, Florida State. Okay, the Cardinals. We still don't know what's up with Kyler Murray and his, his contract deal. But he got his boy Hollywood Brown there, his old Oklahoma teammate. So, you know, D-Hop got suspended. But, hey, Hollywood showed up just in time. Still don't know what's going on there with the contract situation. But we'll see. Then the 49ers. This is the year usually when Shanahan's coaching the team. That he gets exposed. The play calling is the same, but it just depends on who the quarterback is. I guess Trey Lance is is, is ready for his close-up, but Jimmy's still there. So, how's this going to work? We're about to find out. Moving on to the Seahawks. No Russell. No Russell. So, we're about to find out The Seattle aura has been Pete's genius. Or has it been Russell's arm? Stay tuned. We're about to find that out, too. Miami. Miami is loaded. No excuses. New coach. New scheme. Tua has to shine. He has to shine or he's going to be out of there. We're going to see. The Patriots, the overhaul, is Charlie Checkdown really the answer? You're going to find out this year. Let me give you a heads up. No, he's not. He's not. Good kid, but he's not. The Ravens, don't look, but the Ravens have rebuilt their defense. And Lamar, no contract, which means he's going to have a boulder on his shoulder. Shoulder, So, the league's in trouble. His division's in trouble. Cleveland, DW4 era starts, Baker ends. When will DW Fours ever start? Because we still don't know if the league is going to suspend them or not. So stay tuned for that. Uh, the Steelers, Mitch Trubisky or Vince, Mr. Pickett. So we're going to see if Mitch learned his lesson from, from the Chicago debacle. Got in Buffalo, looked like a starter. Uh, we're going to see. Uh, a kinda. Pickett broke all of Dan Marino's records, and that's, Marino was my guy, so I'm kind of rooting for Pickett, but we're going to see. The Colts are going to be a problem. You got Matty Ice, old school vet Matty, Matty Ice, with the weapons he used to have, running game, play action, receivers. That division's already locked up. You only have to play a game, it's locked up. Coach going to win a division. You heard it on tilt first. I'm just telling you. Then we got the Jags. Can Sunshine revive the franchise? Well, they're trying. I mean, I'm not a big Doug Peterson fan as as the coach, but he did win a Super Bowl, so the proof's in the pudding. We're going to find out. The Broncos. All they needed was a trigger man. And they got my man, Russ. C-squared Russ for Sierra. He's grounded. He's got wide receivers. Melvin Gordon signed a one-year deal just to come back to see if it's real. Patty, my boy, you got a problem. You got a problem. <laughs> and it's not the Raiders. <laughs> okay, the Chargers. My last one with the rumors in the NFL. The Chargers. Will Herbert take the next step? is becoming a, one of the top five quarterbacks in the league. I think he will. I didn't like him coming out of Oregon. The kid's tough. The kid's big. He's got a rocket arm, and he's ready. I think he'll take that step this year. I don't know about the team, though, but him, I'll push all my chips in the middle of the table on this guy. Okay, we're coming to the end of it, people. Sorry I'm keeping you long today, but like I said, sorry to situations. Boxing tonight. Boxing tonight. I've been told I shouldn't talk about boxing that much. But it's my it's one of my favorite sports too. I mean, boxing is finally taking a turn for the better now. That, you know, that Dodger known as Canelo Alvarez, Mr. Fake Pound for Pound, got his ass kicked. You know, now Bud Crawford should be the Pound for Pound number one. And I'm not disrespecting Spence, but... Bud was up there before. He became unified. So, I think they should be one, too. So, or if hell, you can make both of them pound for pound. They just need to get this fight on. They need to get it unified at 147, get it cracking. It is 135 and 147 are the two best divisions in boxing. It's I mean, the world's poised to see. Like I say, honestly, I can't wait. I can't wait for, for Spence Crawford. But, you know, this weekend... You got, you got the Charlo brother, Jamel Charlo against Castano, who, if you watched the, the last fight, Castano has a belt, and uh, Charlo was going to unify, and Castano pretty much kicked his ass, but they gave it, they called it a draw, because, like I said, in that division, there's no name recognition, if Castano had won, there wouldn't have been no, no interest in the in the division, but now he's known, now, he's known for kicking Jamel ass, Man, Jermaine was like, oh, I'm, I'm, why didn't you do it the first time, dude? Come on, don't you train to do it right the first time? I don't know where it's going to fall. I did my little research on Costanzo. He's a tough kid, and he's there for the fight. So Charlo, like I said, he, as the, living in Houston, we don't claim them boys. They fight out of San Antonio or something. We don't claim them. They they, they know them for doing sucker shit. We don't claim them. So I'm going with Costanzo. But but we going to see. But then you got some fights in the works. Like you got Roly against Tank. Both promoted by Floyd. And so much stuff coming out of there. Tank is saying that Floyd's jealous of him. You know, that he wants Roly to win the fight. I'm pretty sure Floyd would like Roly to win the fight. He'd get more money, but... That's not happening. Like I said, if Tank doesn't get rid of Rowley's mechanical ass in about six rounds, he's a bum. And I see why he's not fighting anybody. But like I said, I think Tank's gifted. I don't think he's special. He's got knockout power in both hands. And I keep saying to people like, oh, you just hating. I'm like, no, that's not the guy." Like I said, I'm a boxing guy. You don't know the boxers that I've seen. Tank is gifted. He is not special. Let me show you the difference. Floyd is special. Okay, that's it. That's special. Bud is special. Spence is special. He can't beat none of them. Hell, like I said, the heir apparent to the welterweight crown's name is Devin Haney. He just hasn't claimed it yet. And after he walks through Cambosis, I hope his dad lets him get back with Floyd because I think he's missing a little something. This Cambosis fight will, will show a lot. I think he's going to have to be stronger, sharper. I, I think to be fighting in Australia, he needs to get Cambosis out of there. And I I think he's up for the challenge. He hasn't been doing any uh, press, he's just been in a gym. And that's where he needs to be because Cambosis is an ex bar partner of Pacquiao. But like I said, Devin Haney, true heir to the crown. We're going to see if it's real or not. Picked by Floyd Mayweather. Floyd didn't pick Tank. Tank fell into his lap. He picked Devin Haney at 16. Check it out. But yeah. Now, uh, Mr. Instagram guy. Mr. Instagram guy, Ryan Garcia, is about to fight my man Cruz, who gave Tank everything he wanted. Tank could not get rid of this kid. He's a monster. And he's been in with a couple of the best. I think the boxing thing is pretty much gonna be over for Ryan Garcia. This kid is gonna beat Garcia up. He's gonna find out if he wants he better train for this fight for real. He has Garcia has the better skill set. He has the better skill set. But this kid Cruz is a tank. A tank tank, axe tank. He gave tank everything he wanted. Tank could not put him down. And he was right there the whole fight. It was close. I mean, close, close. So, I can't wait to see that. I can't wait to see that. And maybe, I mean, if Cruz gets him out of there, maybe he can spend more time with his Instagram followers. Okay, that's all I got for boxing. Let me get out of here. Saturday situations, I probably didn't keep you too long. Let me get, let you get back to your relaxation. relaxation but uh, I'm going to get out of here with a couple of things. A couple of shout outs. We're uh, closing the day. i like to give a shout out to my wife. Sharon uh, Renee, Towers Plumber. Uh, happy anniversary. 26 years. I tell people all the time. When two supernovas meet, you can either do one or two things. You can explode or you can be the biggest star in the sky. We still sh- shining after 26 years. I appreciate you. Love you. Uh, i also like to thank Everybody for the well wishes and, and the congratulations. Uh, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. I also want to shout out my daughter, Trinity, who's racking up the awards at Baylor. She graduates in December. Uh, love you, too. Uh, shout out to my siblings, uh, GP, a.k.a. Killer, uh, who spent all my money when I was home on vacations, <laughs> And my sister, Latasha, a.k.a. The Visionary. Uh. Appreciate everything you do and the things you do for people. Uh, my parents, thank God, they're both here. Uh, if you know my dad, don't buy, don't 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 do uh, don't play any numbers for him or buy him any tobacco. He don't need it. <laughs> uh, also, I want to shout out, special shout out to my cousin Arnold. Uh, it was his first Mother's Day without his mother, my aunt Grace. Uh, we love you, man. We here for you. Whatever you need, we got you. Uh, Also, to the graduates, I mean, I didn't get everybody's name down, so, you know, to all the graduates, uh, especially to my nephew, uh, Ja'Kai, uh, all the graduates, uh, you know, congratulations uh, to the parents, to the graduates, I I promise you, I will get a rundown on everybody's name, uh, probably not next show, but probably next Friday, Uh, but yeah, congratulations to... uh, the graduates. Uh, also, I'd like to give a shout-out to a couple of my friends. My uh, man, Press, aka Nasty Man. Of course, Homer Gray, who always make coming home fun. He wouldn't get on tilt, ladies and gentlemen, but that's okay. That's okay. Maybe next time. Uh, shout-out to my cousin, John Melvin. If you ever hated on me for anything, blame him. It's his fault. My girl, Aunt. Uh... My man Biz, whose views about basketball and Steph Curry being better than Kevin Durant are slanted, but everybody needs a Rebel. Everybody needs a Rebel, and he's the guy to steer it up. Appreciate you, my brother. And uh, I think that's all I have for right now. Uh, Like I said, Saturday situations. Sorry I couldn't get you on Friday, but whenever I don't get you on Friday, we got Saturday situations as the backup. As always, this is your boy OG and I'm O-U-T.